Hey, welcome to No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm known as No.Tracers. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. I'm on all the social media platforms. But hey, let's get into the show. What do you say? Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here. The beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos, we leave only footprints, and remember, leave no trace. So if you're new to the podcast, first of all, thank you for tuning in this week. I'm really excited to have Mr. P Explores on the podcast to share his stories and insight into the world of abandonment and decay. Very excited for this episode. He's got a lot of insight and he's got a lot of, you know, just true, honest to God, like real shit to say. And I appreciate that so very much. Before we get into the show, just a couple things. If you guys haven't picked up a copy of my new book, which is an urban exploring guidebook, Go check it out. I have that book and a photography book up on notracers.com. You can go to notracers.com slash shop. You can pick up a book. I have merchandise. There's all kinds of cool stuff up there for you guys. If you want to check it out, please do so. It would mean a lot to me to see you support the show in that way. If you want to further support the show, you can pick up a case or 50 cases of liquid death mountain water. I know 50 sounds like a lot, but hey, if you manage a bar and you want water, but you don't want to buy plastic water bottles anymore and you want to buy a really badass can of water, check out liquiddeath.com, pick up some water and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That helps me out and it helps the podcast out. So if you guys want to support, you can do so that way. Otherwise, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash just the letter K. You will get early access to my content. Super excited for the future of my content and everything I'm doing. If you're listening to this podcast, it means that I am in Europe with my band. So hopefully exploring some abandoned shit in Europe while I'm over there. But uh, I recorded this back in April, just so you guys are aware of when this podcast was recorded. Uh, Definitely check out Mr. P Explores and let's get into the show with him. Can you please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience? This is Mr. P Explores. I have been exploring now for almost four years. Uh, I'm native of Cleveland, Ohio, and I explore a lot of the the Northeast and uh, Rust Belt areas, Detroit, Cleveland. Amazing. So what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you catch this? Um, I've always had it. Uh, it goes back to being a kid. Um, I was always that kid that wanted to go into the woods and like look for weird stuff. Um, or if I saw something from the road, I was like, oh, what is that? Um, and as an adult, I was like, oh, no, I can finally do that and not have anybody stop me. So <laughs> that's kind of where it came from, was from being a kid. Just going out and looking at things, yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of similar to my story, you know, going out in the woods, finding weird shit like houses and, you know, random camping areas stuff like that and you know i i i love hearing how people got into it can you take me into your first exploration ever oh god um first legit uh let's see well i want to say it goes back to 1999 so way back in the dark ages um my (laughs) my then fiance and i uh she is from lima ohio Uh, i don't know if you've ever heard of the lima tuberculosis hospital up there 
familiar with it at I all? I have not. No, okay. No. Uh, you're, you're from Tennessee, though, right? Is that where you're at, Tennessee? So so I'm in Tennessee. Tennessee. I'm not from here. I just moved here in December, so okay. I'm like new to the area. Got it. Okay. Uh, up in Ohio. It's Western Ohio. Uh, old tuberculosis hospital. Um, you know, just one of those mysterious places that we're like, oh, we need to check that out. We went back there on uh, New Year's Eve day, and uh, I got the bug then. I just couldn't let it go. And we explored... <laughs> tentatively because at the time you know we, I, I hadn't been used to any of that stuff so we, we were very scared we we're gonna get caught and get in trouble and all of that but um you get over that after a while <laughs> you know definitely you know it is. yeah absolutely i mean sometimes like if you haven't done it for a while you and and there's like a cop circling around i i feel like you get that fear back a little bit you're like oh shit are we gonna get caught this time yeah but, you know, after after you do it for years, you're like, ah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> nobody here really you, gives a you shit. You just lay low. <laughs> yeah, lay low and be exactly, quiet. Yep. exactly. But yeah, that was the first time. Um, took a, a decent decade or so off, and then came back when I finally got a camera worth using. Uh, yeah, my next ago, question was actually about that. Yeah, I, yeah. What, what, like, when did photography come into play, and uh, what made you want to start documenting this stuff? Uh, not that long ago, actually. We're talking maybe 2018. So. Not that long ago, I was gifted a camera for uh, for Christmas one year. It was just a dinky point and click. My parents had gotten it for me, you know, if my document my kid, you know, growing up, that kind of thing. Uh, and I just started going around the local area. We have a ton of old greenhouses and stuff around here. I just I just went and uh, figured, well, I'll check it out and took some pictures, and it went from there. So. Uh, do you have like a preference of like your favorite kind of abandoned place to explore? Like for me, I love churches and hospitals. Those are like my favorite things to explore. Uh, I love them all, but if I had to say it'd probably be industrial. I crave a good okay. industrial. We got lots of them yeah. up here. So, um, anytime I can find a good factory, I'm in. But, awesome. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And then uh, as far as gear goes, like what, what would be some of your gear recommendations for new explorers that are just getting into the hobby? Well, definitely a good flashlight. Uh, I got a Phoenix model, which is fantastic. It's been through the wash and dryer twice, so it still, it still works perfectly. All right. I would definitely recommend a good flashlight. Um, shoes, you know, boots are, are a necessity. You got to have some kind of uh, hard boots. I've stepped on one too many nails at this point to not have something solid. Um, not the best thing to do in an explorer to get a nail in your foot, but I would definitely recommend good foot footwear. Um, and just to have a bag that carries all your stuff, you know, get, get something big enough. Don't, don't take just a backpack, get something that you can put your, your, your lenses in and you know, whatever else you got. That's what's not all jumbled up and falling around. Um, definitely. What else? Uh, toilet paper. <laughs> yes. For the, thank you. For the thank obvious you. reasons, you know, <laughs> uh, definitely. And that, and a med kit. You know, because you never know. Yep. Absolutely. And speaking of, you know, med kits, nails in your feet, uh, can you share any urban exploration injury stories with us? Oh, God. Uh, too many to count. <laughs> um, if I don't come away from an explorer with a scratch or blood running down something, then it wasn't a successful trip. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was exploring the Westinghouse factory in Cleveland. Uh, that's that's where the, the nail, the first nail went into the boot. Uh, we were down in the, the catacombs underneath uh, in the basement and... Uh, bunch of boards had been piled up and I just, I put my foot square onto a nail and boom, it was like, it, it, my, oh. my friend had to yank it out. It was, it was deep, oh. like into the meat oh. and you know, and it, it, with the adrenaline going, it was fine until the next day. Then I couldn't walk. So 
Oh, it hurt. Yeah, nail but, in the foot. Yeah, luckily oh. I just had my shots too, so it wasn't too bad. But it, it, it took a while to heal up. It, it was no fun walking on that for a while. But uh, yeah, man, the the bottom of your feet—that's no joke. Yeah. Uh, the other, I would say the, the the probably the second worst one, and the one where I almost died, um, was in Cincinnati, Ohio. It was a, it's an old laboratory facility that the University of Cincinnati used to run. Uh, we were exploring in one of the main uh, lab buildings and scrappers must have yanked it out, but there was a, an old, uh, well, there used to be a uh, water, uh, I can't talk right today, uh, a water fountain. It's been a long day. A uh, water fountain where they had, you know, the pipes had gone down through the floor and the scrappers had taken all that out. And I didn't see, it was dim enough to, to walk in there. I didn't see the hole and my foot went right through and I just slammed my arm uh, into the wall and almost went down into the basement. The hole was that big. So uh, my friend wow. was like yanking me, pulling me back. I had to, it was, it was a tough one, <laughs> but um, that's probably the worst one. That, that was an adrenaline rush. That was a near death experience. So. For know. sure. Yeah. I've luckily knock on wood, you know, never fallen through a floor or a hole or anything like that. But that is like a huge fear of mine that, and like the other day I was in this massive abandoned hospital and all the elevator shafts were open, you know? So like it, it was just madness, like yeah. looking down these elevator shafts from the ninth floor and you just, it's just an abyss. And you're like, I could literally just, if I oh, slipped, yeah. like I'm dead, I'm yeah. done for it's crazy. Yeah, that's how it was for us. We were, uh, we were uh, there's a an old abandoned skyscraper in Dayton, Ohio. Same situation. Looking down that elevator shaft was terrifying. Yeah, you but know. you like got a peek. You got to. You got to see. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> it's check like it a out. scary movie or like a car wreck. You just can't look away from it as Absolutely. badly as you want to. So crazy. Um, can you tell me your scariest exploration story? <sighs> scariest. Let's see. Um, well, anytime you're running from crackheads in Detroit, that's probably the scariest it's going to get because you don't know what you're up against. But uh, we did an explore. Uh, it was an old abandoned school. Recently, too, within the last month or two, we were in an abandoned school, one way in, one way out, no way. And there was no other exits. It was like one window to crawl through. Uh, we got cornered in there by basically a gang of crackheads, you know, homeless people who were living in there, but just crazy guys who were chasing us through the building. And we, we got lucky enough to, to, to skirt past them somehow and get out that window and just take off for the car, you know, across the field. But that was that was that was a tense 20 minutes. It seemed wow. like hours, but it was a it was a tense 20 minutes, I'd say, <laughs> you know, because they yeah, they were yelling and screaming. They were coming for us. They wanted our stuff. Um, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was in Flint, Michigan. Ah, so, <laughs> shocking. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> Good times. Oh, my God. So. Dude. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard some crazy stories, but a gang of crackheads—that's pretty, pretty up there. There were probably five of them. Whoo, yep. buddy! Damn, that's nuts. Oh my god! So, after that experience, like, can you talk about like the next time you went exploring? Like, how? Like, did you go into it like with a different mentality, or like were you just like, ah, oh, that was just that incident? It was isolated kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, like, I mean, like, did you take anything from it? it well, I mean, you always we're always careful as we can we always try to have a plan b or plan c and plan d in place just in case because you never know um it it was just one of those things where we just have to you know this time of year especially because people are starting to come back out of the shelters or they're starting to live Mm -hmm. in the buildings again um you just have to be on your toes because you don't know you know and i guess that was just us letting our guard down over the winter and being used to nobody being there uh this is a place we'd been before so we knew the building um 
but never with anybody in it. So yeah, you know, at least we weren't. In a what's place it we like didn't to? Uh, yeah, what's it like to go back to places like multiple times and kind of watch them decay over the years? Interesting, um, and sometimes sad. Uh, there, there have been multiple churches I've been to where even in the space of a year, it's gone from fairly pristine to just destroyed. Um, I'm sure you've seen the same thing, you know, vandals, yeah. all the kids come in and, and trash the place for a TikTok video, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, no kidding. Detroit's got a lot. Yeah, as soon as a de- church opens in Detroit within weeks, it's scrapped. It's, it's, it's toast. Um, so it's sad. It's kind of sad to see. Uh, if it's natural decay, then that's an, that's interesting to see that. If you can find a place that sure. nobody kind of knows about, it's kind of off the beaten path where you can come back every now and again. Um, that tends to go a little slower, but if you can yeah. take shots every couple every couple of you know, months, you can kind of see the progression. But yeah, yeah, that is the the sad part about what we do and what we love is that it gets destroyed oftentimes over like a quick period of time usually you know if if somebody posts a spot on ig or tiktok or whatever like within days you know it could be fucked uh fucked is a good word (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's the downside of social media yeah yeah right i want to say it's been worse the past couple years with covid because everybody got bored yeah and people were like oh well urban exploring sounds cool let's go try that and they didn't have the same mentality as most of us have Right where we yeah, go, we exactly. go and we, we're going to shoot and to explore and to just you know come and see it and then leave. These kid, people are coming to destroy the place. They're coming to to, to get their kicks out. So exactly, we've, we've run into that yeah. before. We've chased some kids out of buildings for that. Um, as you should, man. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, they're usually kids from the suburbs. You know, high school kids from the suburbs who've got nothing yep. else to do. They're not yep. the locals Absolutely. usually. Right. The trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, take me into your most dangerous or your riskiest exploration. Uh, all right. Well, let's see here. How can I talk about this without giving the place away? Uh, it was yeah. a power plant. A a power oh. plant. I will say that it is in the Rust Belt. That's all I'll say. It's a power plant in the Rust Belt. It still had power. It was it was not abandoned. It was shuttered. So ah. it had power. Um. And the thing is, I, I, my career, I'm a teacher. I teach. So I got to be real careful what I do because one sure. wrong move and I'm done. Um, so we went into this place with a friend of ours who had been there. And uh, you want to talk about tents. I mean, I, you literally could have probably, you know, stuck a lump of coal up my rear end and it would have come out a diamond by the end. It was like that. Uh, it, 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 it was great. It was amazing. There was lots of cool stuff to see in there. But the whole time you're just waiting for someone to show up. Like every – Every corner you were waiting for a security guard to come busting in or the cops to show up. Uh, no security on on premises, though. Oddly enough, they had decoy cars there. That was it. Uh, no, cam- uh, no cameras, no nothing. Just the power was on. All the all the controls were on red. You know, they probably could have started wow. it up in a couple of days had they come in to, to get it going. I mean, it was in almost pristine condition. So, but uh, unreal. Yeah, but that was a tense one. That was a long three hours that we were there. Yeah, yeah. Shuttered places, like places that aren't abandoned, that are just shut, you know, temporarily or whatever, for whatever reason, are are definitely a little bit more crazy to explore just because, like you said, you never know who's going to show up or what's going to happen, who's going to come through the door. I mean, I uh, did a, a an amusement park in Denver. Okay. And, like outside of Denver and... We show up, we like sneak in the back, whatever, because we, we thought it was abandoned, right? And we get up towards the actual entrance of the place because we're like trying to walk over to the roller coasters. 
all of a sudden this dude comes walking out with like a case of toilet paper and he's like well what are you guys doing here and we were like uh we thought this place was abandoned and he's like no we're just closed because of covid like we we don't know if we'll be able to open again but (laughs) no we're still like a functioning theme park but a section of it was abandoned that was like the old part of the theme park so that's what we saw and uh we just assumed the place was abandoned he was like nope we're just uh closed for covid (laughs) and that's always the worst when you run into somebody and they're like why are you here (laughs) yeah Um, exactly and you're like well (laughs) well yeah you really have to pull something out your rear end exactly but, uh, like oh sorry we just thought you know whatever but you know we we didn't get in trouble for that he, he was just like yeah you guys gotta leave yeah, and we we're like all here. right no worries like, that yeah, happened to us at a church in, in detroit as well we were we thought it was abandoned and we went in and we 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 busted down some wind you know some boards and and uh we're in this place taking pictures and the keys to the door start jiggling i'm like oh you've got to be kidding me and luckily it wasn't the owner it was a worker who had just gotten there they were renovating the place apparently and he's like, you oh. guys got to get out of here. The owner's on his way. So we're like, it was like Scooby-Doo. Our feet just went, you know, rapid fire out the door, like gone. Um, <laughs> well, that was that was my first my first dealing with something like that. That was kind of a an eye opener. You know, always, oh, for sure. Always qualify the place you're going into before you do it. You know? Yes, definitely. And so. do you have a favorite exploration overall? Oh, God, that's a tough one. Um I don't know if I'd consider it an exploration because everybody knows about it, but Graffiti Pier out at, uh, in Philly is pretty pretty amazing. Mm. I love walking around there at any time of the year. It doesn't matter. Um, my favorite, man. That's a tough one. Um, I, I would have to say one of my favorite places of all time is probably the, the Cadillac Stamping Plant in Detroit that's gone. They just tore it down oh. last year. It was huge. Yeah. and It was just one of those places you went. Like if the day wasn't going well, that's like it's, that was your kind of like your, your go-to. And you could spend hours and you'd always find something new. And it was just, it was just huge. So I would say it would be my favorite place to go and explore. Um, yeah. Kind of cliche. Everybody goes there or we went there, but <laughs> that's where we would go. Yeah. But, I was uh, going to say that's like a legacy spot. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be bigger than that. I, I mean, I have a, a couple different spots that are like dead on. Those are the spots I, uh, I'm trying to think. Well, we do have a place in, in, in my neck of the woods. It's got, uh, I'm not going to say the place's name, but it's got sure. uh, two, two uh, elevated tracks with cabooses on them. Uh, it's an old, wow. steel, an old steel mill that uh, you can get wow. to. That's really cool. It's getting oh, tagged, up, tagged up pretty bad now, but it's, it's, it's a cool place. I think that's one of my favorites just because it's so big. Yeah, you know. the big ones are like the always the craziest to me. Like like I said the other day, we did this hospital and it was like like a whole city block. Yeah, right. Parking garages, two main buildings, psych wards. Like we we were only there for like two and a half hours before we saw some cops, and we were like, we should probably leave now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, man, I I would I will go back to that place. Like I will absolutely be going back to that place because. You know, there's like kind of a fence outside, but there's no doors, so you can literally just walk pat like around the fence and just go inside. It was yeah. insane. It, it, it blows your open. mind how the owners never notice that, right? Right? The people who have yeah. the security never happens to notice that there's holes in the fence. I, I never figured that out, but not that I'm complaining. Yeah. But you know. sure, of course. But uh, <laughs> open open fences or open doors, or open invitations. You would think that they would notice that and you know handle that, but exactly they don't. <laughs> yep, not not a priority for them, I guess. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I guess you already answered this. I was going to ask what you do when you're not exploring abandoned places, but you said you teach. I, I against my better judgment, I teach seventh grade history. So uh, <laughs> this year's been 
insane. So uh, this sure. has been kind of exploring has been kind of my, my sanity, like my place to go and, mm. and forget about all that for a while. Um, Absolutely. It's not been fun this year. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. And I enjoy uh, do it. Do you most prefer of the time, to ex- Oh, that's good. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you know, teaching is such a special thing and especially history. Like, talk about history. Like, would you uh, research the places you go into before or after? And can you talk about like your favorite history of a place? Yeah, I mean, I, I, usually. And the sad thing is, though, it's hard. It's hard to post a lot of that history. Sure. Because it can be backtracked and people will find the place. Yep. I don't know. It's 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 the places that are kind of open and if everybody knows about. Yeah, I'll research and put that out there. But um as far as my favorite history, uh, it's going to have to be back to Detroit. Uh, but that the place is just full of history. Like, that's one of my most favorite places to go. I have, it's just an amazing city, um, not just for the abandoned stuff, but just all around. Detroit's a, Detroit gets a bad rap in a lot of ways, mm. but uh, I would say the Packard plant there's got the most history. That, that's the place is amazing. It's yeah. huge, and it's going to get torn down soon. They're they're trying to tear it down, so we got to get back in there one more time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're same. talking like six, seven city blocks worth of you know, worth a factory, five stories. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I a lot of stuff the, uh, happened there over the years. A lot of stuff's gone down. Right. There. Yeah. I haven't had the pleasure of, of seeing it, but I know about it, obviously. Like, oh. I feel like everybody knows about that place. And, you know, I, my band's about to go on tour and uh, we play up in Michigan and I'm, I'm trying to do some stuff in Detroit while I'm there. Like if I have time, you know, it'd be sick to be able to meet up with a couple people uh, and, and just explore, you know, like unseen Detroit. I had him on the podcast. Okay, I would love yeah. to do some stuff with him, you know, and, and try to try to get out and see some stuff while I'm up there, even though I'll be there for like a day. But I mean, you know, yeah. if I can explore while I'm on tour, fuck it. Like, let's right. go. Well, and, and the sad thing is a lot of the best stuff up there is coming down this summer. Like they have like three or sure. four places in their, in their crosshairs right now. Packer uh, plants coming down. Uh, the old Detroit uh, ferry terminal is coming down, which mm-hmm. is which was an amazing industrial. Um, tons of graffiti and, and pieces that go back like twenty years. Um, the AMC headquarters is coming down. Uh, they want to they want to convert Fisher Body Plant into a an apartments. I mean, it's just it's all damn. Yeah, they're going nuts. The mayor hates urban explorers. Hates them clearly. <laughs> yeah, Duggan is not yeah. a fan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and. D- do you have a uh, goal places like bucket list items that you're dying to explore? I, I still want to get down to, to uh, new Orleans. That's one of my places I, yes. I have on my bucket list for sure. Um, it's just money and time to get down there. That's the problem. Um, that, that amusement park's not going to be there forever. And I know everybody, no. everybody's gone to see it and everybody wants to see that, but that's like one of those things. It's like, that's, that's the cross off, you know, uh, the mercy yep. hospital down there. There's a power plan. Yes. There's all this stuff. I got to see that before it's gone. Uh, Absolutely, that's on yeah. my bucket list. I'm trying to think where else. Um, some of the psych hospitals on the East Coast. Uh, we don't have a lot of those in Ohio, so none that are explorable anyway anymore. But uh, I would love to get out there and see some of those before those are those are getting torn down. It seems like like every week you see something new getting torn down. So mm-hmm. I want to get out there and hit those. But those are those are the big ones. Definitely, yeah. no, I feel you 100. percent Like psych wards, asylums, like those are probably. Probably the top of my list 
you know, I love I love asylums. There's just yeah. something about that the darkness of the history, especially you know old old asylums. I mean, the reason we shut them mostly was because of that stuff, that yeah. dark history that that took place there. But it's so fascinating to walk those halls where so many people were. And so, like I've I've even had people email me like my dad was a patient there, or like I was a patient there, yeah. you know, or I worked there. Like th- those kind of situations when you get like messages dms emails like that kind of thing just people that like have experience with those places i think for me that's like the the most special part about this is getting the the messages from people that were actually there because it kind of just puts things together more you know yeah i I get that a lot from the schools we hit in detroit um Mm -hmm. some of the high schools you know they 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 have alumni that go back you know over a hundred years so you'll get people that'll sure oh that was where i went to school and oh my god i can't believe it looks like that you know, so it's yeah. kind of sad, but I mean, you're, you're glad that you, they could see it one more time. Sure. Um, oddly enough, the auditorium seemed to last longer than the rest of the building. So, yeah, the rest of the building is trash. Interesting. This, the auditoriums are almost pristine in a lot of places. It's weird. Huh. That is fascinating. So. so if you could live in one abandoned place you've explored for an entire week, which place <laughs> would it be? Oh, man. Um at one point, I would have said Crescent Prison out in Pennsylvania, but now that that's like no longer ab- totally abandoned, uh, it's owned by somebody now, probably not there. Um, I would say, hmm. God, I got to think about that. Uh, probably Kings Park out in out in Long Island. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Because that's yeah. I could probably spend a week exploring that place with all the tunnels sure. out there. So why not? You know? Yeah. Absolutely. But and then uh what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Honestly, I'm hoping it kind of dies down as a fad for a lot of the, mm-hmm. the 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 people who aren't in it for real exploration reasons, you know, the people who are just in it to to just get the the video and get the clicks and get the, you know, that I'm kind of hoping it dies down so that the people who are actually into it for exploring and photography can like enjoy it again <laughs> without people you know, places getting destroyed within weeks and that kind of thing, you know? Um, I honestly think that's why so many places are getting boarded up, sealed up, torn down is because this huge influx of people, you know, Mm. like I, I, I love that there are people that get interested in it and and, and do it, but they aren't always the best at keeping secrets. Yeah. But um, it's kind of what I hope. Um, And that's the thing. Most of these places are going once they're gone. We're going to have like Walmarts. That's the next tier of things to explore when those go abandoned. It's, that's no fun. Yep. So I'm kind of hoping that it dies down. So some of these older places kind of go back to being more, you know, low key behind the scenes places. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that kind of goes across the board. Most of the people I've asked that question to kind of hope for the same thing. And I think, you know, that shows like how strong this community is, like the real ones that are in it for the love of exploration, for the love of photography that aren't trying to just destroy shit. Like, yeah. I think that really shows that we we have high hopes for this, but we all want it to kind of go back to where it was a little bit. Like you said, I think COVID had a huge part to play in that because people were bored and had nothing to do. And I just talked to somebody recently that lives up in Baltimore and uh, he has been going to like Forest Haven Asylum for years. Mm-hmm. And I got to explore it a couple of years ago, but he was saying like during COVID, like so many people were going just like, there were just like families wandering around yeah. in the buildings. Yeah. Like what the, what? 
it's crazy. It, it used to be so stealthy and secret, and now everyone's just like, well, I'm just going to go saunter over to this building and check it out. Like, yeah. what What are you talking about? We we found that, too. We, we were we, Last winter, we explored an abandoned uh, uh, oh, ski resort up in uh, up in northern Michigan, up in Michigan, mm-hmm. Traverse City, and uh, nobody up there. But halfway through the day, there were families started showing up and were, like, wandering around the, the premises with kids. We're like, okay, well, are they going to get us in trouble or are they here to explore? We didn't know. It was just bizarre oh, to, to right. have little kids in a place where they shouldn't ever be. Yeah. Right. So that, that was kind of a surprise. I'd never expected that. That's happen. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would never bring <laughs> my kid to an abandoned building. That would never happen. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah. my God. That's actually insane. But I mean, yeah, people are doing it. Like, no regard for safety like it's mostly uneducated people that don't know anything about the hobby or anything about abandoned places in the state that they're in usually like you're trying to bring a kid into a place that probably has asbestos that's gonna destroy their lungs glass nails holes yeah all the shit that we you know take the risk to go do and even the most careful should not be there get, get injured sometimes so yeah it's yeah you know i don't get it either absolutely absolutely so uh, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? That I know now. Um, that you have to be careful who you associate with and you can't be friends mm-hmm. with everybody because mm-hmm. there are a lot of toxic people out there who are downright just nasty. Like if you don't, if, if you don't give them what they want or if you don't uh, give in to whatever it is, they, 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 will, they will drag you through the mud. To be careful of who you associate with, who you talk to, who you, you know, who you ask to go out with you. Like I usually vet the people I go out with, not not seriously, but I get to know them a little bit and kind of get feelers for them, you know, before we Mm -hmm. go out. Because I've gotten burned a few times, Um, and there are some nasty personalities out there. Hundred percent. Who will start like all out wars on your good name just because you didn't give them a spot or you didn't give them or you shot someplace that they have already shot, you know, something like that. Uh, stuff that yeah. I expect from my seventh graders, you know, <laughs> stuff that they do. That, that's the kind of stuff I expect from them. But, you know, from grown adults, you know, from, from grown people who are doing this. Um, yeah. So that's probably, you know, I would, I would have been more careful in the beginning of who, you know, instead of just saying, Oh yeah, you want to go, I'll go, I'll go out with you. Um, right. You know, I hate that that's the case, but, is what hey, it is. Man, it's, yeah, that's the honest truth, you know? I yep. mean, I agree. You got to be careful who you trust in this game, you know? It's not it's not always going to be the nicest people, you know? I've heard some horror stories, like some absolutely terrible stories of things that have happened to people and things that people are doing mm-hmm. to other people. And, you know, I, I just opened up my email for, uh, like, listener submissions to, like, submit their stories if they don't want to come on the show but they want to they have a story to share so i'm going to start like reading off of these these emails from people's submissions and you know i'm sure it's going to be some crazy stuff but i feel like it's stuff that needs to be talked about you know i i I love this community so much and there's so many amazing people in it but there's also some bad shit that needs to be talked about you know so i feel like because i have this platform and and you know people like the show and people listen to the show i feel like I have a responsibility to protect people as well, you know? So, yeah. 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 I mean, I had, I had a friend who was, who was basically set up for a, an arson that he wasn't even anywhere near for what had happened. These kids set him up for it. He got in trouble for it. The city of Detroit 
busted him for something he did, wasn't even there for. He did a video at this place like months before and they decided to palm it on him. And these kids were like, oh, yeah, it was him. And so they he had to get a lawyer and everything. Um, wow. So he was out of the game for a little while. It was not a, a cool yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. Um, so thank you for coming on the podcast. Like, I appreciate you taking the time and sharing these stories with everybody. Um, if people want to keep following your journey into decay and abandonment, where can they find you online? Uh, well, I'm at Mr. P explores on Instagram. That's, uh, Mr. P, uh, underscore explores. And then on Facebook, uh, just at Mr. P explores. That's where I be. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. That was my episode with Mr. P Explores. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of No Tracers, the podcast. If you're into the show, if you like it, hit that subscribe button. And if you really liked it, do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of it and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram. And I will actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for supporting the podcast. I appreciate you guys so very much. Check out the uh, links down in the description if you're looking for urban exploring gear and uh, you like Amazon. That's where the links go to. It's Amazon products. So it's stuff that I would recommend and stuff some of my guests have recommended over the years of doing this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you next week with another one. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace. Trace.